Okay, and we're back today with another episode of QLC Radio. And today we're going to be talking about university again. So you heard me talk it through with Luke last time, and I figured it deserved a part two with a different perspective. So I want to introduce to you, Martin. Say hello, Martin. Hello. Hey, everyone. There. <laughs> That's a very enthusiastic <laughs> hello. <laughs> okay, so just a little bit of background. Um, So me and Martin, so we went to uni together. Uh, we didn't live together, though, so uh, we met... I think at first year, the end of first year, was that right, Martin? Yeah, I, I think yeah, I think it was like at the end of first year we met. Yeah, we were like lab partners, uh, so we both did engineering together, oh, got yeah. paired up, and it turned out me and Martin are both absolutely useless. So it's really lucky that we got some other people to help us out. Otherwise, we probably wouldn't have made it past those labs. Yeah, so that's how we know each other. And then Martin, so say a little bit about yourself. So the reason I've got you on is because. You're an international student coming into the uni, so yeah, take it away, Martin. Yep. So my name is Martin, and uh, so yeah. Uh, so uh, I'm gonna help you out here, Martin. Yeah, yeah, please help. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Okay. Um. Yeah. So we'll, uh, we'll start with like, why did you decide to go to university? Why did you pick chemical engineering, and why did you come to the UK? Like what? Like like why did I choose Surrey? You mean like in terms yeah? Of like why why did you choose uh, more? No, first of all, why did you choose university in general, and then why did you choose to come to the UK as well, as opposed to I don't know maybe America or something? I think like for uni for me, well, I just want to like just so I did chemical engineering with Niall, right? So I guess like when I was in high school, I didn't know what to do. Like I didn't know what I wanted to do in the future at all. And actually, like my like my dad, he's also a chemical engineer. So in that sense, I was like, okay, you know, why not just choose something that's like quite near to me or like in my family? And I just okay, I'll just try it out and see, and see how it goes. Yeah. I think that's you know, because well, I mean, it's a trend. Like you know, after you, like you graduate high school, you would then go to uni after. So, but I think like why the UK? I think it's because like my school that I was in, like so I'm from Thailand, and <clears throat> like when I was in Thailand, uh, my high school it's very. It's like a British kind of like education system. So they're always trying to like make us go to the UK and not many people go to the US in general. Yeah. Uh, so we were kind of like, I wouldn't say brainwashed, but like sort of just trying to like follow the, like follow the trend of everyone in school, like going to the UK. And yeah. And also like for me, I mean, I could have choose like chosen the UK, uh, the US, sorry. But I felt like, you know, it was closer to home in general. Cause like if you go to the US, it's like, like if your family has to come like visit you, it's going to be like, like, you know, maybe like a 24 hour flight or like just, you know, it's going to be like a really long journey for a bit too long. Yeah. So I thought the UK would be like a better choice to, to. Had you been to the UK yeah, before you came to uni? Yeah, actually I did. Cause like my dad used to work in Scotland. So I was there for like a month. Oh, okay. Fair. I didn't well, actually maybe. know that. Yeah, actually. Yeah. So I was there for like a month. Yeah, like, I really enjoyed, like, the atmosphere and, like, the environment and, like, the people. So, I was like, okay, like, this is, you know, so I had some kind of, like, experience, like, being in the UK. But, like, when I was in Scotland, like, I never came down to, like, London or anything. So, I didn't really know, like, yeah, I didn't really, really know what it was actually like. But, I mean, from from, from being in Scotland for that time, uh, it felt pretty good. Fair. No, that sounds good. It's quite interesting, though, when you said <laughs> that you didn't really know what you wanted to do you just kind of pick chemical engineering because you know your dad did it 
because that's kind of the same as me as well and that's something i was discussing about with luke like neither of us really knew what degrees we wanted to do we just kind of thought hey this looks okay i'm kind of good at maths and science and whatever let's do this i thought that was quite interesting so what the course you did was slightly different to me that you did like a foundation year right oh yeah yeah yeah, i did so so in my so in my case was that well actually like when i was in in, in high school like sorry i didn't say it before but like i wanted to do biotechnology mm. but then like uh halfway through i changed my mind i wanted to do something like engineering based so that's kind of like where like you know, chemical engineering came from because my dad did chemical engineering, so I wanted to do the same thing as he did. But since like I switched over quickly, so like I had to find a university that started that year that would take me in to like, you know, that can help me get through uh, uni and like get me through to like chemical engineering course. And that was when I discovered like, uh, that was when I discovered foundation year in Surrey that they allowed that to happen. So I was like, okay, that's, that's a pretty good, you know, like pathway for me. I was like, you know, why not just take that? It's going to be an extra year, but, you know, at least I get to university and just, you know, not waste my time taking yeah. a gap year and stuff like that. There we go. Now we got Martin's introduction there. He was struggling at the <laughs> beginning, but we got it now. I just wanted yes. to kind of say, so what we were discussing about last time as well is like, is university worth it? Was the experience kind of, was it a good thing? And should people go to university? So that's what we were discussing last time. I kind of want to continue that. But like I said, from a different perspective, since you are an international student. So the next thing I want to ask you how was it for you integrating into the UK when you first got here for your foundation year? Was it difficult? Was it easy? Did you kind of stick to, you know, uh, Thai people mainly when you got here? Um, yeah, how was that for you? I think for me, like, so I should mention that, like, throughout my, like, life, I, like, I've not always been in Thailand the whole time. So I've been, like, moving around uh, Asia. So I was born in Holland and then I moved to, like, Singapore, Malaysia, Japan, you know, it's to do with like my my dad's work. Yeah. Uh, but with that, like with that being said, like so I've always been like in um, international schools. I've always been like quite comfortable like around like, you know, like international kids like from, you know, all parts of the world. So I'm pretty comfortable like comfortable in that sense. But So it's quite easy for you to integrate but, then. Yeah, it was it was okay, but <clears throat> I think like uh, like go to like go to uni in the UK it was the first time where I actually was alone in a country where like I didn't have any of my family members with me. So I think the part that was like quite tough for me was trying to like uh, like live alone independently, yeah, and just like trying to figure out things on my own. I think that was the like for me. I think that would be like the biggest challenge that I had. But I think second to that would be like the culture in the UK. Well, yeah. not it's not really the culture, but it's just like I think trying to yeah. I think you could say like trying to like fit in and blend in with the environment, like blend with everyone, trying to like, you know, because when I was in like school, like I didn't really have much like British friends. Yeah. So I didn't really know like what the culture or like slang or, you know, like what they like to do or what they don't like to do, stuff like that. So did you make many British yeah, friends when you be... first got here? So when I first got the UK, I think it was, well, at, like at first it was like, a lot of Thai, like like Asian people, so a lot like a lot like a lot of Thai Chinese people, but I didn't really stick to them as much. So I've, I was always like really open to like, making new friends, like not only just yeah know, Asians only. Um, but when I was in my dorm, so my dorm was uh so my first dorm was like with fourteen other people in that like floor. Yeah, I I, I kind of became close to like a lot of them, and 
yeah, it was, it was okay. Like it, it wasn't that bad. I think it, like it was pretty like like after a while, I kind of got used to the whole like environment and everything, and yeah, it wasn't too bad. Yeah. Okay, no, that's cool. I although come to think of it, I'm pretty sure I was your only British friend when I met you. I don't remember meeting any other <laughs> of your friends that were British. But <laughs> whenever you'd introduce me to other people, they were just you know from one of the Asian countries. They were never British. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe you're lying martin well I, <laughs> well I mean I mean they're like friends like in like in like in a dorm but yeah like I sort of feel like when you go outside in a dorm it's like they how do you say like I guess like there are some friends where like you're friends with them because like they're in the same dorm as you or they might be in the same class stuff yeah, like I get that. what you mean but, like, but you might not choose to be of, friends but yeah but to find a friend that like fits like in every sort of like criteria like you know like in every part is a bit difficult but i think that would be like now i'd say yeah moving on from that as an international student though would you recommend going to uni bearing in mind neither of us well, actually use our degrees now <laughs> <laughs> well i would recommend i i think it's a good experience like even if so like yeah i guess like i don't really use that much of like my degree anymore but i feel like in the social kind of aspect i think that's really good like making new friends and i think it's more like time for when you can like experiment with things yeah so that's true not not it's not just like drinking or anything but it's sort of like just trying to figure out like you know what you want to do it's just like uh it i i feel it's like a like it's like an extra time that you get to actually like figure out what you want to do in like in real life because when you get out like for me, so a lot, like a lot of my friends, when they did chemical engineering or any engineering degree, like when they all graduated, like they all end up going to like banking, consulting, stuff like that, like completely different fields. Yeah. So I think it should be more, like, like don't worry about like you know like the like the university names as much or, like the degree, um, I'd say as much, but just enjoy like the experience of being at university and just explore like keep exploring things that you want to do or maybe don't know that you want to do but you know you might figure it out at uni would you say if that's for all degrees though like i feel like uh, and i said this last time with luke as well i feel like there are some degrees that are kind of bootlegged you know for lack of a better word yeah in the sense that I, I, if you go there and do i don't know especially if you're an international student because you've got way higher fees as well like if you come all the way to the uk to study i don't know like media or something like that it seems like a bit of a waste of time <laughs> like, spanish <laughs> yeah, like, yeah it seems like a waste of time yeah <laughs> no it's true i think i think with the asian thing that's like the, there's always like this trifecta thing where you have to do like either doctor law or engineer so it it's but for me i think um yeah like engineering i would say like that would be like the very uh basic degree for like like you know if for me to go to abroad to like study yeah, and to make it worthwhile, I think engineering would be like a good starting point. So you like, don't think it could for be example, any kind of engineering, but yeah. So you don't think, for example, if you'd said to your parents, "I want to go to the UK, and I want to study disco," they wouldn't have sent you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I I think they would. I think they would have like disagreed in a way, but at the same time, like my like for me like my family is quite uh it's like quite open-minded so because i understand that like most most asian families are very 
not not close-minded, but like they're very fixed on things. Like you have to do like engineering, doctor, or like very sort of conservative. I'm a lawyer. Yeah, like very conservative. But like for me, like my family is quite open. So like they might have said yes, but they might have needed more like you know evidence that why you know like I think they might have asked me like you know so if you get a disco like degree, you know what do you do after that? Like are like can you support yourself? Can you have a mm. family? So they would sort of like ask me questions to like sort of think think about like you know my future a bit more and like sort of like yeah let me decide in the end what I want to do. So that's thinking... that's maybe a bit subjective because it's yeah like maybe from for me. But I think overall it's um yeah they're quite conservative overall. So it might be difficult to like disco for the general like Asian people. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. To be honest, I think if you're going to uni to study disco, I think that'd be hard even for you know me. I don't think anyone would do that anyway. Well, I'm sure if someone's listening to this and they do study disco, you've made a terrible choice. Um, but yeah, so but <laughs> um, but yeah, so another thing I wanted to talk about as well is you are actually different from a lot of other international students that I met. As in, you were a lot more kind of open-minded, and you kind of. Uh, you spoke to a lot of people on the course. In fact, you were quite popular actually on the course, um, but not a lot of international oh, students are, and in the sense that they kind of, especially from Asian backgrounds as well, they tend to come to the UK. They'll study their degree, but they'll stay in their little circles, right? And they don't really come out of that. Did you find that that you were quite different to other international students? Because I know you'd hang around in those circles, you know, when you weren't like hanging out with us. Yeah, like I, I did feel a bit. Like I didn't really feel like I had to attach or stay with them the whole time. Like so, like every Friday, like for example, like they would have like a hot pot kind of like dinner, and they just all get together, have hot pot, everything, like go out on Friday night party, or like maybe like so they have like Thai society for example, and they like would create their own like sort of events and like only agents are allowed kind of way. But it's not it's not like only agents like as a rule, but it's like it's it, but it's it's sort of like invited only for agents to attend. Do you know what that reminds me of? That rem- Do you remember in second year when there was Asian night and then me and Gomez went and we were the only two non-Asian like Asian people there? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was fantastic. I don't know, man. That, every, like, literally, they were so confused. It's like looking at us. Like, everywhere he went, they'd just be like parting. They were just like, who, who are these guys? Like, they just... Get out disease! Really weren't happy that we were there. But yeah, like, could you give like more of an insight into the mentality of, of these guys? Like, um, I don't know, do, do they actually, do they try to mix around and it doesn't work or do they just not want to mix around? I think like this, this kind of thing also, like I was cu- quite curious, but I'm not really sure why either. But I think my, my best guess would be that they, they just feel like the lifestyle is different. Like, for example, like they, they feel that maybe the British people like don't really like hot pot, for example, don't really like understand, you know, why it's like why they have like get togethers and like on a Friday like night and have hot pot together. Yeah. Or I think they just feel like the lifestyle is, is so different that they don't want to like I think there's too much to like guide, for example. It's not like there's too much details and like uh stuff they have to go through to explain to like a foreigner, like, oh, you know, like we go to this shop for getting like the meat or this and that. Like I'm, I'm not sure. Like yeah. but that may be the case. Like it's just like the difference in lifestyle. Like for example, like 
they'd always ask me like, oh, Martin, like, can you help me with my English? I want to be as good as you and everything. And I was like, oh, yeah, sure. Let's just try to like talk English, talking in English then from now on. And so whenever I see, see them outside, I try to like engage with them. But they end up sort of like fading away. Like as in they don't really want to like they end up not like not wanting to talk to me in, in English at all. Because it's too difficult. But yeah, it's I, I don't know. Like I think they're a bit shy or just afraid that they make like mistakes in English. So yeah. they don't want to like like embarrass themselves in front of like everyone. Like oh look at this Asian person like can't even you know speak English properly. But I feel like that's that's the part where you have to actually like just how do you say it? Just kind of like you know it's it's about trial and error. Yeah, yeah, I get what you mean. It was so, um, with that fear. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I guess because it is such a a different culture, a different experience, it would make it a lot harder mm. for them. Because realistically, it, I spoke to quite a few like international students, and I got quite chummy with them. But you're the only one who I actually, you know, that we're still friends kind of thing. I don't think I kept in touch with anyone else. I'm not not even Sean really. I didn't even keep in touch with him. So, Sean. <laughs> oh, Sean. I still even reply him. Oh man, that he he deserves a whole other podcast just talking about Sean. <laughs> yeah no th- th- i do think that's um quite interesting though and another thing i wanted to kind of uh, bring up as well that, all right we're getting we're getting quite deep now because we're going to talk about mental health but um <laughs> yeah <laughs> but the, the reason is because and again i brought this up in the last podcast and i think you might have better insight into it from the international perspective but university uh stats like they tend to indicate that international students mentally really find it difficult to cope um, some are better at integrating than others, and some are better at just getting stuck in. But quite a large majority, and it tends to be from the Asian countries as well, really struggle. Um, did you ever encounter anything like that? Like whether it's yourself or other people? Like when you say struggle, like do you mean integrating into society, or like into the the UK society, or like education wise? Both. Um, yeah, whether it's the education, society, or they're just very homesick and just can't really get over that. I don't know. Did you ever experience anything like that? Or, or saw anything like that if it wasn't from you? I think for me, like, say, education-wise, I'd say, like, not really, because, like, I kind of understand, like, the whole, like, British system or, like, the, you know, like, international school kind of system. And social-wise, like, I'd, I'd say I'm, I'm I'm okay. But for, like, maybe somebody who's, like, maybe they, like, they were born, like, in Thailand, you know, raised up here all their lives, I think for them, like, okay, so in the... I think the first part would be like the education part uh in in thailand like in in like from high school until like university the way that they're taught is they're like sort of spoon-fed yeah so they're not that's true yeah. so they're not taught to be like proactive to like you know go out and read books and find out like more information or like talk to like professors like after class stuff like that it's just it's just sort of like they they attend class and the professors like they just like spoon feed them like everything and also i think the one the most critical part i feel like that i'm not trying to say like bad things about the like the like the thai or like asian system but in thailand for example like they even for exams like there's going to be like you know how in the uk like when you have exams you can get like uh past papers yeah so it's the same thing here but like but sometimes you can even get like in thailand it's called like a poll means like a guide so basically let's say like so you have 500 questions right with all the answers there yeah and the professor might say okay mm-hmm. so like a hundred questions will come out in the test it will be within one of these 
500 like questions here that you have and then just you know like figure it out and it's all multiple choice so the only thing that you, that you have to do as like a student is just try to find a way to remember the answer like try try to link it to like the question like like in any way you can and just like just all it's all about like memorizing that's it there's no understanding okay so it's more about just reciting facts instead of actually trying to get to grips yeah. with concepts yeah because like when i was in so so coming back to the uk so when i was in the uk uh, a lot of like master students would complain a lot and i would always try like you know try to like uh like listen to what they have to say and and, and mostly it's like they like they go to classes and they don't really understand what's going on at all and and these are master students they're always given yeah yeah and they're always given like these like like reading lists yeah and at first like they didn't know what it was for but like after a while like you know it it was apparent that you have to read them before you go to class mm. like not all of them but like you have to have some kind of reading like you know proactiveness to at least know like what the session is going to be about because every time they go to class they're like oh like what's this class like i don't understand what he's saying stuff like that and that's like an example where like you know they're used to being spoon-fed where in the uk i think the system is more like you have to proactively you know read and you know actually like self-study kind of thing but it's not the same in thailand so do you think that's better then as in and that's actually probably a positive of studying in the uk right it introduces international students to a new way of studying yeah i i think i like that better like like i i like that system a lot better where you actually like where it actually teaches you to like not memorize but also like understand what you're reading and also like become like more like proactive so not just like wait and like you know for people to like come and tell you things but you have to like actually like go out and like actively find out yourself like what it means what what this is yeah. stuff like that saying that's that, though, the, me and yeah. you were pretty spoon-fed because we were pretty stupid we we, <laughs> <laughs> we were pretty bad martin let's be honest this teacher? <laughs> like literally we'd get given like a reading list and i don't think we read a single book at uni <laughs> yeah. We yeah, just I, ask people smarter than us. Knew, but the thing is, I never knew. Like, I never knew what it was for like, at the beginning. So I was like, "What's this reading list? Close. I don't need this reading list." Yeah. <laughs> I would just go on YouTube or just go online. Mostly, I just Google a lot of um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. content. And I, I tell you now, like you can Google any engineering concept, and there will be an Indian man who will teach you how to do whatever <laughs> it is you're looking for. It's always an Indian man. I don't know why. But yeah, it's it's actually they're really good. I'm not gonna lie. All right, cool. So I want to discuss with you now. So I, I, we briefly said earlier, do we think university is worth it? And I kind of, I think you're right. It's really it is worth it in terms of the experience you get. And I guess from from an international perspective, because it introduces you to a new culture, a new education system, new everything. I can really see why it's good for you guys. But do you not think though? Like I was just saying, like a lot of this stuff, you don't need to go to university to learn now. So, like, with that in mind, do you still think it's a good thing for nowadays, or do you think it's a little bit outdated or needs to change a little bit? Like, as in, like, as in, like, attend like university, like, like physically, right? Or yeah, physically as well. But yeah, because when you think about it, they're charging nine grand, or in internationals is even more, more like double that, and the information is all readily accessible. You know, it's so. Do you need to go to university anymore? I think in my opinion like i think that would i think that would really depend you know how there's like home schooling and everything too i think it depends like how you were 
brought up in a way like if you were if you were brought up in a way where you uh you were very proactive from the start and let's say like those who get home from school right so they so so they have to be like really proactive like home and stuff like that so maybe for those kind of students they could do better with online you know courses stuff like that from home don't really yeah. have to attend university but i think it's sort of like comparing like you know ebooks and like a real book so they're both like there but like in the end like i would rather like for me like i would rather pick like a physical book over an ebook and i think the reason why is because it's not only like the content that is important but it's the feel and like it's like all the set like like i'd rather go to uni because like you can you you physically change your environment yeah you, you meet new friends and i think it's more like it's more interactive than like if you're at home or just you know doing your course online i think it's a bit better to like you know have a completely like different environment and yeah yeah just like have no i i agree it's kind of weird like yeah. i'd say like you like at least you have all your input sensories like your like touch feel kind of stuff like all how do you say it? this is going to sound really bad now but i mean sort of like all help me out Niall. i don't know what to say i i think i know what you mean I don't exactly know how to put it into words, but but I think what you're trying to say though is um is yeah okay you can learn all this stuff by yourself if you wanted you can just Google it or find the Indian men on YouTube that will teach you how to do it, but it's not the same because at university you get the whole package you get the whole experience and it it's not just education at the end of the day it will shift how you think because you're going to spend a good chunk of your like formative years there you're going to meet people as well that you just never had the opportunity to meet before. So I guess you're kind of paying for that as well, as well as on paper, you are strictly just paying for the degree, but there's so much else that comes with it that you're also kind of getting in that bargain. I think that's kind of the point you were making. Yeah. So it's kind of like maybe like that, that one, that one or two nights where like we, like, like, like we set up at university all night and the library, like trying to do a project, stuff like that. I think that kind of like moment would like make us like remember that that project or like all like the things we learned that night a lot better than like being at home by yourself yeah yeah i agree and learning with other people is always much better anyway it's fun it's funny though i wouldn't like me and you we did a lot of uh late nighters (laughs) yeah we did and i'm not gonna actually they were they were great i had a great looking back on it they were so much fun but at the time it was pretty stressful wasn't it (laughs) we just left everything till the last minute (laughs) Oh man, but I don't know. I don't know why we did that. We would like we have like two or three weeks knowing a coursework deadline would come up, and we just wouldn't do it until the last night. And then I'd be like, I just ring you up at like eleven o'clock, like, "Hey, Martin, you done anything?" <laughs> just, and we just both go into like a state of panic. And then, and then I'd be like, "Oh, I was gonna, I was gonna ask you the same thing. Did yeah. you do anything yet?" <laughs> And then we have to call someone else who like has done it to get us to to help us out. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm ugh, I'm making us sound really bad here. We we were actually pretty good at uni, but there were just sometimes when we just kind of left it to the last minute. Was pretty stupid about it. I think my favorite thing though that you did, Martin, was when you stayed up for four days straight. That was incredible. Yeah, that was. I oh, till this day I still know the feeling. Like it was intense. It was like I think it was like five days. Like I, like I didn't even sleep properly for five days. I man, you, oh, I stepped, you were I very strange. Uh, no, I don't think. Did you sleep in the library? I don't know. 
but anyway i remember how, like some of the weird shit you were doing though that's what <laughs> you started fighting a vending machine once when i think that was on day three <laughs> day three of no sleep like day four sleep. you just started to stink <laughs> oh yeah like yeah i think i think i saw you in the morning and you're like hey hi oh what oh what's that smell <laughs> you've been in the library for like, like what, four what days <laughs> Oh I yeah, and then, like, and then the third night, I watched the. Is it like like Floyd Mayweather fight with the Manny like, Pacquiao library security guard? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I watched with him like at the like security desk, like with him supporting like the fight together. Like, oh, that's yeah. cool. <laughs> oh man, I should say for context, the reason Martin did this was because we had um our final year project due in, and he he had not done a great deal, <laughs> so. <laughs> And I'm going to be honest, I don't think the four nights straight really helped you either. I, <laughs> looking back on it. It didn't help at all. Like, Well, no, actually, oh, yeah, no, it didn't really help. No, couldn't no. find Yeah, no. Just, <laughs> just made it much worse, I think. Yeah, I think it made it a lot worse. Like, I don't want to read like, what I wrote. <laughs> no, man. But yeah, no. Um, but I, but I, I kind of lost track. What, what actually, like, were we talking well, about? I wanna, oh, it's about like the like education thing like well actually like what i was going to say like more is that like i think if you compare like for example like if you're a student that like studies like really well so you would i mean you would classify it like as a let's say can i use the word nerd yeah yeah i think that's okay to use it but um did you just ask me if it's okay to use the word nerd <laughs> no i mean i don't want to offend anyone who, who who's like you know like I, well, who identifies I as a nerd like, hard work <laughs> I can tell you now, mate. There are there are way worse n words out there. Nerd is fine. <laughs> <laughs> Nerd it is. <laughs> like, I feel like, I feel like, for example, like if you compare like us, uh, I think I think we could say that we're not. I don't know. I don't think I'm a nerd, but like, so I think like if a nerd was like be studying in school, I think they would do well like in okay in like the like scores and like for the tests and everything, and they would study yeah. well. But I think what they would lack is like the experience, like that sort of like play around that we had, like sort of just like messing about, you know, stuff like that. But for us, like, okay, maybe we might have like jeopardized, uh, like, oh, like, well, I think for me, like, maybe like my my test scores <laughs> and stuff like that. But I do feel that like I actually gain a lot of like uh, like self-development stuff, like my own kind of personal skills, like yeah. sort of like being more, yeah, like I guess like being more open to people and like, knowing how to like start a conversation or just like talk to anyone and i think like you know it kind of helped in that in that sense but yeah i think that's where like being in university helps to you know also you know like develop those skills too yeah i i agree actually mm -hmm. i think that's the same for me like coming to university or, or before university when i was like 17 18 i didn't really know how to do anything except study you know what i mean i i could <laughs> I was already good at doing tests and stuff like that, so I didn't really need much more practice there. But in terms, I was pretty introverted. I wasn't socially that good. I couldn't cook. I couldn't even fucking iron. Like, there, there was so many things I couldn't do, and then going to uni kind of forced me to do that kind of stuff and forced me to put myself out there, which for me was just, mm. you know, a really good thing. Um, I, I mean, uh, people listening to this will be like, but is that worth nine grand? Um, for me, yeah, yeah, I suppose it is. Especially because paying it back, I don't even really see it come out of my... You know, I don't really see it come out of my salary because it's such a small repayment. Well, that's a whole different topic anyway. 
But yeah, um, what are the other kind of options though for you as an international student? If you didn't go to university, would you go to university uh, at home in Thailand, or what are the other options available to you? Well, um, I think at that time, so I so before actually like like coming to the UK, I also had a like I was also like trying to consider if I should stay in Thailand where I wanted so. There's this university where they have, how do I say, like this. So it's two years you study at university, and it's like aerospace engineering, and like another two years you go to flight school. Yeah. So I was gonna like actually take that course here in Thailand, like at a Thai university. But having seen the cost, I feel like the cost made like it's, it's the same as the UK, like the fees. Mm. You know, with that option in mind, I was like, you know, I think if the cost is gonna be the same as the UK, then. You know, I managed to just come to the UK to study would be a lot better. But apart from that choice, I had not really much actually. Like, I didn't, yeah, I didn't really think much about it when I finished high school. So it was really tough for me actually. Like after high school, I was like trying to figure out what I want to do in my life. Mm-hmm. So if you um didn't go to university and wanted, well, like, actually, let me rephrase that whole thing. So if you wanted to do like, okay, so what you're doing right now, you're a pilot. Do you need to go to like a UK university or could you have stayed at home to study that? Like to get a good professional job, do you kind of need to go to a UK university or, you know, go abroad kind of thing? Like, Would that be held in higher regard than going to a university at home? Is this like for, for any profession or like for... Just in general, yeah. In general. in general. I think in like in general, like in Asia, it's really important where, where you graduate from. Like it's like the name. For example, like if you come from like the ivy league so like yale what, what else is there like, Stan- like princeton like stanford yeah. like princeton stuff like that like those you know, are, you know if you have those kind of like degrees from there from those places you come back to asia like it's going to be like a really big deal or like uk like imperial cambridge oxford the top kind of five like if you have those degrees from there like like you come back here i don't know like you'd be like a hero basically yeah do you need it is important in thailand the- okay well, in Asia, I think overall, it's important to have a good university name. And it, it doesn't really matter what you studied there, but at least you have the name. That's it. Yeah. That's sort of similar to um to here, to be fair, because the namesake of your university, we're trying to move away from that. We're trying to make it so it's a bit more kind of agnostic to the university you went to, but it still definitely plays a big part. If you see someone from Cambridge and then someone from like, London Met or something like that, it will make a difference it's tough to like because like when i so when i graduated sir right, in 2015 was it yeah i came back to thailand and i applied for an oil company called thai oil when i went there like when they asked me oh so where did you graduate from i'm like oh yeah from university of surrey and they're like what what's what's surrey where is surrey like what is it is it you know like what is it known for so it it, it felt kind of a bit like i think i felt a, a bit sad in a way that like that they only looked at you from a, a kind of like paper perspective, like oh, like where you came, like where you graduated from, yeah, and that's it. But they don't really, but they don't really think much about like you as a person, like or as like a character, yeah. Because like actually in Thailand, like when you go for interviews, or like Asia in general, it's it's eighty five percent. It's about like te- like technical stuff. So for me, it's like oh, can you design a pump right now? Like I want to have a, a pump that can pump from this part A to part B. Hmm. And then when you've done it, then be like, okay, uh, okay, now my part B here, it's moved up with like this much elevation, you know, can you, like re like, like recalculate the pump again. 
And then after you do it, then they'll be like, okay, I want to have like a distillation column. Can you, I want to like separate these two chemicals, like can you design one for me? And how many like, how do you say, like how many, what's it called again? Like floors, like it, like it should yeah, have. Yeah, yeah. Like how many plates it should have, stuff like that. And it's like all these like, like technical questions and they just keep drilling you with these questions and like asking you for like equations and calculations, stuff like that. And then they only ask like maybe two like HR questions. So it's just yeah. like, oh, do you have a girlfriend? Uh, Surely they like, don't ask that. <laughs> they don't ask do you have a girlfriend, yeah, they, do they? Yeah, they do. Like, really? do you have a girlfriend? Like, and you're like, you're like, oh, no, I don't right now, but I'm talking to someone. No, okay. Have you ever had a fight? Oh, and, then, and then that's it. Just two questions about like HR, about your character, and that's it. <laughs> Sorry, they don't really the care. <laughs> the two questions they ask you is, do you have a girlfriend? And have you ever had a fight? There is no way they ask that. But, yeah, it's it's well, it's not really? fixed on, on this question, but but oh, in general, okay. it's just like just random <laughs> like personal questions that they ask you like for HR stuff. Which I was yeah, like for me, like my my interview was was I had like one guy like asking me questions in English, like two other people asking me questions in Thai, and one HR person like asking me in Thai, and it's just, like I had to switch like English and Thai, English and Thai the whole time. And yeah. it was really hard to like explain like the equation in like Thai and mm-hmm. English and everything, and then they were all like trying to, yeah, it was it was yeah it was really difficult. I felt really like that's I kind of interesting. It though, just made it... me, f- yeah, and and that's the thing. Like that's why I guess where you graduate from really matters in a way. But I don't know. I don't really like this kind of system because I had a friend that I'm not sure if it's true, but I had a friend who applied for a job in the UK, and he said like a lot of the questions were more about like uh like his character like like is he like at least in my to, experience like, it's it's yeah it's much more like that it's interesting you say though because the questions that you get in your interview seems to follow the education style that you described earlier about you know facts and that's about it really but in the UK they want to yeah. know that you're technical but and they will ask you a few technical questions they tend not to go down like mm. what's this equation though they they want to see that you understand so they'll want to see if we give you this problem how would you go about solving it so they don't want a direct answer they just want to see that your way of thinking is correct mm. and then the most mm. of it though they want to see your soft skills they want to see you know why have you made some of the choices you've made in life but most importantly they want to see if they're going to get on with you when they work with you they want to see that you're likable and going to fit into the team and that will form what i reckon 75% of the interview in the uk so it's like the polar opposite to what you had to do I think that's a lot better. Like, I, I think it's better to you know, have an interview based on more like your character. And I guess in a way, university better prepares you for that style of interview anyway, because the idea is that you become a more well-rounded person at university, not just the education and the facts. I've got a couple more questions for you, Martin. This one is kind of, it's a question for me and you actually, but I'll ask you first. We both did chemical engineering. We both did chemical engineering <laughs> in our careers for about a year and a half. And then we went, nope, fuck that. And now we're both doing something completely different. Do you think you should have done a different degree? Take like, your time. No, I I don't think so. I don't think it would change. I kind of believe that like, okay, so one part, I kind of believe that all the things I did kind of led me up to this point. So maybe like if I didn't take chemical engineering, you know, I might not come back to Thailand to, because actually like the reason why I came back was because I want to be closer to my family. Yeah. So I think if I didn't take chemical engineering, then I would might have not come back to Thailand, for example, or like 
you know, and then like know about like this pilot kind of recruitment process thing at all. So, yeah. But another part for me, I think like if in terms in terms of like the degree itself, I I think it was good. Like I think it was, I think chemical engineering like helped me to become more. I, I think kind of helped shape me like the way like the way I think a bit better, more in the process stuff. Like, but I guess you could say it's like for every engineering degree. But I definitely would have picked engineering like if I had to go back again and. Yeah. yeah, wouldn't really change about it. I guess I'm kind of the same as you in the sense that I think where I am now, and I'm quite, I, you know, I'm quite happy with where I am now. And I think, you know, from choosing chemical engineering as a degree all the way up to now, I feel like it's all led up to it. So I don't regret it and I don't wish I'd changed in that sense. However, I do kind of mm-hmm. acknowledge that there are probably degrees that I maybe should have done instead that would have been better suited to the kind of world that we live in now like maybe computer science would have been a a more useful one to do or something like that but no overall i don't regret it and i don't think i would change it okay i've got just a couple more questions for you martin so we're gonna go for okay we'll start with this what was your what was your favorite thing about university what what do you what is your like if you were going to really sell it and i'm guessing you know you've already said the experience of it but just pick one thing what is your favorite thing about university favorite thing about university for me i think it's i'm not sure if this is in the experience one that i talked about but i think it's the friends you meet the people yeah. you meet i say that would be for me like the people you meet the best yeah. thing about university where you i think you meet a lot more like different types of people like maybe the kind of people that you may have not met when you're in high school or you know back home stuff like that like i met a lot of like different types of people and like from different countries i think that's that's the best part about it cool i think for me it would be (laughs) what are you laughing at (laughs) um mine was really a short answer (laughs) no that's fine uh mine is going to be a short answer for me as well mine would be it'd probably be living or yeah probably be living away from home actually and being able to live with my friends i think that was the the kind of high point of university for me was yeah just being able to live with my friends and just doing whatever the hell I wanted kind of thing. I thought that was great. And it's nice as well because I feel like it's the only time in your life where you have that safety bubble in the sense that you're in university, you are in real real life and you're paying bills and everything, but you still don't quite feel like you're a full-on adult yet in a good way. So I think that was my favorite thing, just living with my mates, dicking around and not quite being a full adult yet, but still having some of that responsibility. Okay, and now I have to ask you, what was your downside of university? Apart from staying up for four days straight. <laughs> Apart from the final project. Yeah. Well, I think it's probably the same thing as my, like the positive part about, about being in uni is about the friends that you make. But I think it's, I think it's more like it's the group of friends. I don't know. Like I feel like, for example. Like, <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold on a second, Martin. Hold on. <laughs> so your high point was your group of friends and your low point is also your group of friends <laughs> what the fuck no, are I, you on about I mean, <laughs> i'm just trying to figure out like what's the i mean okay so if i were to like get like a rundown so like the edu- or the education was it was good like i was happy with it and the place the uni was good if you can't think for yourself maybe just the downside of university in general i i don't know like downside i kind of have to <laughs> I think maybe maybe it's to do with like 
Well, one no. thing for sure I'd say is the cost. Oh yeah, of course, because yeah. you have to pay straight up I, as well, don't you? Yeah, the cost for me was really expensive, like three, like two, like two times than the like local students. Okay. So yeah, there we go. That was yeah, that was I think that was yeah really expensive. And the second part, I'd say like it's not really a big deal, but I feel like it's it's a like maybe it's just me, but I don't really like how like the Asians always stay with the Asians and that there's kind of like this separation feeling yeah so I feel like that like I kind of want that to be a lot more like you know like mixed up a bit more and trying to get grouped a bit more but I think that's not really like part of uni I think it's more like sort of like the social kind it's of like thing. a community so, thing yeah yeah like it should be more if there's like a Thai society event you know it should be should be like not just Asian people it should be like a lot more mixed I think and that kind of yeah and I think it would be a lot better but I think for me number one would be the cost yeah that was really expensive yeah no, that's there we go. That's good. I'm gonna say right now to all the listeners, I had to cut out so much stalling right there because I think Martin was thinking quietly <laughs> to himself for a good minute before he came up with an answer. So all of that has been cut out for your benefit. Um, <laughs> well, the big stall. <laughs> it was a big stall. Yeah. So I, for me, I'd say the downside. The downside for me is more before you get to uni, actually, and I, this will be different for you, and you wouldn't have seen this because you came from Thailand, and so, but this is more in the UK, is that I think it can sometimes be seen as the only route to being successful. It's st- that stigma's kind of being lost a little bit, but it's still there to an extent, and I think people should be aware that there are other options, because although me and Martin are clearly very biased towards going to university, it isn't going to be for everyone, and I think it's important to know that. So I'd say that's the only kind of... I'd say downside, because because it's not really when you're at university, but it's just something to be wary of and just to realize there are other options that don't involve going to university. So that'd be the only thing I'd kind of want to raise and, you know, kind of leave it at that. Right, I think we're uh, nearing the end of the podcast. So I'm going to ask you one more question, Martin. And bearing in mind, I realize I'm going to have to cut out a lot of stalling here. <laughs> yeah. I... <laughs> what's What's one of your favorite memories, like one of your standout anecdotes from university? the stalling begin um i fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell okay, <no. laughs> i think it's quite a lot but i think it's mainly like with like with you i think like with all the like mentioning no. about we did in uh eso lab and yeah. in i think in no no not i no i i can't say in eso lab i think in every class there's always some kind of memory or event that we did that just i think it was really funny like how we always used to was it bully like hugo <laughs> no don't say we bullied people on a fucking podcast martin <laughs> <laughs> okay sorry i didn't mean to say bully i mean like uh like mess around mess around that's better mess around hugo is our friend by the way but... <laughs> we just used to wind him up a lot <laughs> <laughs> we do not condone bullying um... of any sort <laughs> yes it's, it's bad i think but it's bad but i yeah. mean we like so we messed around with him you know we messed around um but stuff like that and like just random events like random and like awkward events that happen around uni that you know like we were just there to like witness it or like be a part of it yeah just the 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 nonsense that goes on at university is great it's yeah i think you could say it's like the stuff in between when you're learning in class no that's it It, it's yeah i think it's everything apart from learning class that's all the like i think the best part for me is just like outside class just messing about stuff like that yeah definitely 
All right, I'm going to finish this podcast with telling a story that is going to embarrass you slightly, Martin. One of my favorite <laughs> memories of Martin, it was on a night out. And I think it must have been one of the first nights out that me and you actually went on. And I was trying to get him to go and talk to a girl. And I was working, you know, I was really giving him a pep talk, <laughs> like trying to, you know, get his courage up. And I was like, just go sit down, talk to this girl, Martin. You know, it's fine. You're a good looking guy. Just say anything you want. So long as you say it confidently, you will be okay. And then finally, Martin's like, yeah, 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 I can do this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he went, sat down next to this girl, stared at her for about five seconds and just went, and <laughs> didn't say anything. <laughs> and that is one of my favorite memories, because then I had to go and sit down next to him. I saw he'd practically shat himself and I was just like, oh, hey, how's it going? This is my friend Martin. Uh, and then, it, I mean, it didn't go anywhere. We didn't end up talking to them for longer than two minutes, but. That is one of my favorite yeah. memories. <laughs> just seeing you just freeze like that with your mouth open, just staring at this poor girl. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, I, I, I still remember that like that that day, like no, that that night, like she was in the table, like in like in the middle of the like Rubik's was called again. That Rubik's, yeah, yeah Rubik's. I think it was Base Hunter night or something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was like sitting down there with like her friend, and then like yeah, and then, and then I went in. I think at that point of time, like I. I, I like I had no idea what to say. I was like, I, like I kind of thought like, hey, could you start the conversation? Like I don't know what to say, and she and she didn't say anything too. So you just stared. It just became like a big <laughs> silence, and she was like staring back. I was staring her. I'm just like, okay, stir contest on. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, there we go. That's that's my advice. If uh, if people do want to go university, find yourself a Martin. So with that final story, I'd like to say thank you to my guest martin for joining me today you want to say any closing comments um yeah thanks niall like yeah it was good to yeah be a part of this podcast share some i guess some yeah some stories about university life from an international point of view yeah no thank you man yeah so yeah so hopefully you guys kind of i'm not sure if you would have learned much there there was a lot of me and martin just kind of reminiscing but hopefully you got an insight into what it's like from an international perspective and a little bit more insight into university as well. And if so, great. And like, comment, subscribe or whatever it is you do on these podcast things. I'm still not really sure. And thank you for listening.